Hello and welcome back to 16. Camera keeps the place where the 80s pass the death saves. Oh. Tried to do that all in one breath and I screwed up. Love it. There was in one breath. I just had a little it sounded really wispy and kind of sexual. Hello. I made a joke cool. about this in our chat group the other day. Welcome to the 16. Camera keeps after dark. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you roll a persuasion? Or I will. Wink. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh, and now Steve has disadvantage throughout the rest of the session. <laughs> if you want any of this, I'll start a Patreon later and we'll see who pays for it. Um, these guys don't have to be only here fans. for it. Anyway, enough of this gay banter. Let's jump back into the madness. You guys have been travelling around Crandall trying to uh, investigate the uh, the the um, incarceration of one Tom Welsh, who has been, uh, as he's put it, wrongfully convicted of murder of Delilah, who um, has been um, who has been found dead uh, in her home, and he was the only um, suspect on site when the death happened. And you guys have been investigating. You went to his house and you found that um, someone had been moving around things maybe it was him beforehand and he set it up maybe it's someone else and he doesn't know about it he seemed to be believing that no one else could do it so it can't be anyone else surely surely mm -hmm. um, anyway we last left off as you guys in the middle of the afternoon were heading over to delilah's to investigate the other site um of the uh, of the incident and you have suggested that you would like to check out tom's again during the evening um so first we'll pick up in Delilah's house as you head back down those uh, twisting, winding side roads near South Road. You find yourself outside Delilah's house again, a typical Elizabethan uh, townhouse. It looks to be almost like copy and pasted, as if someone with a, uh, a map creator couldn't be asked to draw each house. Um, <laughs> oh. I don't know. It, know your limits. It's it's easy. You don't need it that much. I don't, I don't know. Leave me alone. I'm not a content creator. Um, <laughs> shut up. Anyway, um, you guys um, have no key to the house. Um, there is no sign of anyone outside the building. There are no uh, town guard currently here. It looks like the, uh, the building has been left um, as they go off to do whatever else they need to do in the investigation. So what would you like to do as you stand outside this townhouse on a quiet side street of Crendel? I mean, that in itself is sus. Why is there no one at the, the crime scene? <laughs> I would imagine that it's because they think that they have their man. Um, well, that seems very stupid to me. Innocent until proven guilty. Um, one thing I will do quickly before we jump into this, actually. A conversation that would happen along the way to Delilah's. Uh, Ian. Hello. Dizzy uh, doesn't take you to one side, but he kind of falls in line with you as you're walking uh, and turns to you and says, Um, Mr. Ian? Uh, when you showed the picture to the, the, the man in the prison and he got upset, was that, yeah. was that good or bad? Um, I think it was both. I think it was bad 
him because it was bringing back bad memories of his wife you know it she died and he misses her and he loves her but and it was bad as well that i probably shouldn't have sprung it on him but in a way it could have been good because you know a little bit more about him okay so sometimes bad things can be done for good reason I yes yes and and some and sometimes the other way that good things can can turn out to have been done for bad reasons. Okay, and he just kind of yeah. nods and continues walking, and you can see he's kind of like processing what's happened. You'll get you'll get the hang of it. It's um, it's the it's the fantasy way of saying human condition. Free folk condition. Free, it's the free folk condition. Particularly anything that's not a construct. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. And he just, again, he kind of goes quiet again and just starts processing what he's learning. Um, what do you think, Dizzy? Oh, oh, oh. Like, what do you think about... And, you know, what, what do you think about... in general, like? I don't know. I'm just... Listen and take in what's happening. You see people as being good and bad? Um, I, I, I don't really know what is truly good and what is truly bad at the moment. I have a brief concept of, like, if I punch you now, it could be seen as playful if I do it lightly. But it could be right. seen as aggressive if I hit you too hard, or but then also my too hard might not be, my too hard might be, my my weak might be your too hard. And exactly, I, I think your gently would be my painful. Um, people are confused. That's only because you're you're strong and. Um, like like we've we've just talked about it and you asked the question about punching me if you just punched someone for no reason just to see what it was like that that would be a bad thing okay but what if that person was being bad well, then it would be a good thing okay it's very confusing sometimes you don't know because sometimes bad people look like good people they act like good people. Okay. Are you a good person, though? I'm a good person, and I think that the other two here are also good people. Okay. He just nods again, continues walking. Okay. I'll save the rest of our philosophical conversations for later. <laughs> <laughs> he's processing what he's got. Episode. <laughs> Um, Today's so, episode of Lessons with Dizzy. <laughs> if I stab someone, is it bad? <laughs> Are you That's sure bad. you don't want a TikTok account, Emma? Because this would be really funny. <laughs> oh dear. I think I think I think Steve needs one. Dizzy <laughs> <laughs> needs one. No, it'd be, it'd be no. like Sesame Street, but with D and D. Was Charles Manson a bad man? Um, was anyway. a bad man. <laughs> anyway, 
Wow. Can we talk about the socioeconomic constructs of... <laughs> Does he stop? You need in. Anyway. <laughs> so, you guys are currently outside Delilah's. Uh, you've had this moment here. Um, what would you guys like to do? Sorry. Can I just try and open the door? Uh, it is locked. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, this is the one time it could be really simple. <laughs> um, is there a doormat? There is indeed. There is a doormat I... with fl- sunflowers around the word welcome. Aww. Can I look under it for you a can. key? You look under and sure as sure there is yes. a uh, there is a key. <laughs> Oh, these people are too trusting. You'd never get this in the city. <laughs> You'd find a scimitar with your name on it under the... <laughs> I mean, I find it weird that the doors are locked, personally. We don't do that where I'm from. Where is it you're from? A big tree. Oh yeah, big tree. I remember. It's that. called Glayfair, but uh, no one can find it unless they're invited. Oh. That's great. I shouldn't have told you that. Oh no, that's that's okay. I I won't find it unless you ask me to. Or someone else from Glayfair. Okay, yeah. Oh well, I, I, yeah, I, I won't do anything unless you you want me to. So. And besides, only good people are allowed in Glayfair. No bad people. Oh, would... I'm not what saying you you're a bad person. I didn't mean that to come across that way. No, no, that's no, no, that that's fine. But how do they know that somebody's a person trying to get into Gopher? Oh, we have this magic that goes around the tree, and it protects us all. And you can't get through the magic. Well, you're not meant to be able to get through the magic. There was a dragonborn that got through it once. Um, but no, you're not meant to be able to get through the protective barrier into the place. It keeps it secret and keeps it safe. Like that. It's cool. <laughs> this, this episode. <laughs> um, I'm gonna open the door. Cool. You open the door with the key that I found. You open the door. Uh, just a flying key. Just. <laughs> you open the door and you find mm-hmm. yourself looking into a much more decorative living room. It's the same mm-hmm. setup as Tom's house. Um, however, the uh, the decoration and the aesthetic is much uh, more um, less Spartan, more um, like idyllic. Uh, as you come in, you can see that there are flower pots around the edge of the room, which have different kind of like sunflowers and orchids. Um, you can see that the uh, table has a pot of fruit in the centre of which uh, they're, they're, they look to be fairly fresh. Um, there is no flies or anything around it. Um, the fireplace has uh, kind of like daisy chains hanging uh, in almost like a tinsel fashion from the mantle, um, and there are there are pictures and uh, and cross stitches of different animals around the walls. I want to be friends with her. She sounds lovely. Well, she if you've does got seem resurrect... like a really lovely person. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> can't make a D and D person in real life. <laughs> She sounds great. Um, Just remind me, because I've forgotten. When when was the um, the murder? The murder would have 
been so you've traveled for <laughs> five days so it has been about uh it's been about six days since the murder six days okay yeah. cool okay it's amazing that everything's still fresh after six days it takes that a week for like... a it takes a week for fruit to start to turn yeah it does oh she could have one of those those little um uh the things you put in your fridge that keep out the smells and stuff and stop things from rotting she could have one of those she could have a fridge. Has she got a fridge? I was gonna say, what's a fridge? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> does it look like it's been cleaned? Um, it looks fairly clean. You can see. Or that... is there still, like, you know, a bloody patch on the floor? Uh, there is no blood oh, patch on on the ground in here. Um, from what you know, uh, the altercation took uh, place upstairs in the uh, in the bedroom oh, that would uh-huh. be facing out uh-huh. the front, um, rather than the. So, if you were to take the map literally and like lift it and move it over here, the bedroom you didn't go into in Tom's house is the bedroom that it took place in, according to uh, the right. the information you have. Well. <clears throat> There are no we books should probably here. go and check out the bedroom. <laughs> you, you're kidding me. She's not the kind of person that wouldn't read books. No, they've all been taken out for some reason. Nobody knows why. <laughs> oh. Wow, that's sus. Wow. There's a there's a beautiful company out there. Eat the flowers and the cross stitch, yeah. but take away the books. That's sus. That is, that is Victorian male taking away women's rights yeah. to education. I don't like the person whose decision this was. Cool. I think she should have books. I think you're going to need a new character soon. <laughs> anyway, I'm going upstairs to her bedroom. Cool. You head, up, <laughs> you head upstairs and um, there is a really nice mural painted up the side of the stairway um, that you follow up and it looks like vines and kind of different plants kind of wreathing up the side of the wall with you as you walk up. Um ahead of you is the room that would be if we're in Tom's house, the room that would be the arts and crafts room and then around to the left there is the landing that goes around to the other bedroom that is the uh, that is the bedroom that would be the one in question. Um, as you get up here um, you can smell um, soap and you can smell what, uh, what appears to be like a singeing burning smell as you come up um, the door to the bedroom that uh, you are looking to go into is open um, and you can see that there is a patch near the window um, which looks to be lighter in colour than the rest of the floorboards of the room where you assume uh, from without investigating it further would be where the blood would have kind of been in the murder. The murder. Yeah. Open burning. Um, you, uh, oh, actually, no, Laria wouldn't know that. Um, is it just Laria going up before I say things? Um, uh, I feel like we would have been investigating. Yeah, we'll follow her upstairs. Okay, that's cool. Because if that's, we we know that that's where the murder happened, so that's really, Uh, that's, that's, step one. Oh yeah not a problem uh, so as you guys head up uh, you all smell the smell of soap and burning I'm gonna say for different reasons 
you may fill them in how you would like. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that both Ian and Elgnip would know that the reason there is a burning smell is because the the there is a, a tradition of burning uh, matches to try remove the smell of death from a room. Wow. Um, okay. Be it because you are a paladin who would probably have some, if not um, quite close encounters with cadavers, or be it from living in a uh, in a quite um, a quite maelstrom esque city um it's not all sunshine and roses um that you you would know uh that this is why there's a but or at least from first glance this would buy be why you're smelling these two smells as you come up the stairs who's been lighting matches Probably the cleaners and Elgnib will just shoot Ian a look as if to be like not in front of the small child. As you step in, uh, the bedroom is kind of, um, it kind of feels like that kind of. Um, airbnb kind of feel where it's it's definitely it's not a simple kind of like travel lodge bed desk chair there is like you can see that there's a pile of books on a small uh area by the windowsill um that there are books here i didn't take away all of them damn me (laughs) um there there is like a a beautiful painting of a of like a, a a landscape painting across one of the walls um opposite the window um, it looks to take in like a farmer's field with with like the sun rising in the distance, um, and like a lone tree and screams Bob Ross, um, like it, literally as you walk in you just hear Bob Ross. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I hate myself. Bad humor. Anyway, wow. <laughs> I hate myself. I think it's really nice that Delilah was into art as well. It's a shame she didn't know Tom's wife. They could have talked about it. Unless she did. And Tom's wife painted the mural on the stairs in this picture here. It would be funny if they did know each other. Moving on. <laughs> uh, but yeah. The one that have killed her so that she could have Tom all to herself. I mean, I, I won't say it as And that's why her. Tom killed Delilah! Wait, what? You clearly have not read very many books. It's like a classic murder mystery. It's the mistress. The mistress did it because she was friends. She was jealous and she killed the wife. and 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 then she got close to the man so that she could have him all to herself. And then, and then he got angry because he found out that she did it and he stabbed her 12 times. Or, I was thinking was, Tom's wife didn't die, she became something like a vampire and she killed Delilah because Tom had moved on. She stole Tom. Whoa. So many stealing and jealous women. 
Just one, just one jealous woman. Depends which story you follow. Oh, Nib, what do you think? Just turn this back to Liam. <laughs> I'm leaning more towards it being the ex-wife. Yes. You think she's a vampire too? Possibly. I don't or think something. she's 100% dead. Or something? Oh. This is so much fun. Never, we never asked Tom if he if he saw the body of Irene. I don't really know how you ask that question without being well, really, really. He did insane. say that he claimed all of the objects afterwards. Was the body like her taken keys. away? Oh. And he said that she was blue. Then you would assume that body will be and, taken away afterwards. Like, I've not met any vampires, but I don't think they'd be blue. You so would, not a vampire, she could be something else. You would all know that there is a uh, practice of having a, uh, a morticians near a jail um, in these sort of uh, situations where they would deal with the body and get them ready for burial. Um, uh, you would also know, and I learned this recently from uh, listening to uh, some rather interesting podcasts, you would know that um, the reason that this happens is because, in and this is actually something that happened in Victorian times, um, they have to keep the body um, in, uh, they have to keep the body in an area where it's not being buried immediately so they can confirm the body is actually dead and not just sleeping. Act history was weird. Because people used to get buried alive and um magic yeah um yes so you know that this is a practice that is in the world uh, or at least in your world cordelia you nomadia being a, a copy of it should probably have that as well um the the body would be currently being um looked after by the mortician before being passed over to the gravekeepers to uh to then um bury to be buried mm -hmm. I would now say, I will say about Ian that now he's got an idea in his head, he won't let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> he's determined to let her be a vampire. No, not a vampire. He's He is now stuck on this idea that someone has brought Tom's wife back to life in some way. She's the one who killed Delilah. Not necessarily as a vampire, but as something. Now he's stuck on it unless he has because he's very stubborn, so unless he has indeterminable proof that something else happened, his thinking is very um, more towards this one thing. It may or may not be a problem at times. You have filled in the flaws box on your character sheet? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I did. Nobody puts anything oh, there. I did. No, I always do. <laughs> I always have flaws. Yeah. I, I, I joke. I, I it was literally written into my last character that she always goes left when given a choice of left or right. Nine times out of ten, depending on who I'm playing, that <laughs> box has the same joke in it of flaws are something you walk on. Oh, wow. wow. Mm. Yep. 
Now you now you can see why my characters are what they are. <laughs> oh, I've actually just reread my flaws. That's an actually this is an interesting flaw. Why did I pick it? <laughs> um, okay, carrying on. Um, so yes, you're currently I think in the I just room. wrote down that Ian was stubborn. Yeah. Can I look out of the window to you see can. the angle? You can. Uh, looking down onto the onto the the street below, you can see Dizzy looking up at the window. Um, and I wave can... at him emphatically. Um, he, he might not see me though because I'm small. He will. Uh, <laughs> he will wave back. Ah. Um, Hi, Dizzy. <laughs> you can see a quite with the the image from what you can see. You can see a good three or four houses down either either side of you, and you can see one of the streets going off perpendicular to the the street you're on, uh, going heading back towards South Road. Sorry, say that one more time. My brain's just That's just gone. Nope. So didn't you, take that information in. <laughs> if you imagine that the house you're on is at, at the top of a T, you can see the street going ahead of you, and you can see yeah. three or four houses down either side of you at the top of the T bar, essentially. Cool. With you now. Where do we think you were standing then? <laughs> Um, looking at the position of so when you stand at the window to look out um, mm. you can see that you are stood directly above the patch where the blood is mm -hmm. okay. I mean I'm probably flying I'm not going to lie I will repeat something just for, for um, the clarity of this bit the blood is at the window his, his statement said that she flung towards him as he was at the doorway of the room after the demon disappeared there is no blood yep. by the door. Just just a statement for you all. <laughs> to be fair, I had forgotten that, so thank you. No, it's fine. This is my job as DM, is to just make How sure... How does she get to the part... door, then? It is a good question, isn't it? Well, my brain doesn't want to work this out. <laughs> she never got to the door. Maybe that's the bit he made up. But why would he lie about that if she was already dead when he got to the door? I don't know. Don't know. I'm I'm not a detective, and I feel like I should be. It would make it all a lot easier. Would you like me to make you a fancy hat so you feel like one? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll I'll find some stuff. <laughs> She's now going to go and make an origami hat. <laughs> Our friendship is going to be the most annoying thing about this game. <laughs> Just make a perception check for me, please, because this could be really funny. I've found a thing. Oh no! Okay. Uh, both Ian perception. and uh, be Ian and Alaria for me, please. Perception. Twenty-three. Uh, 23 for Ilaria and... And 10 for Ian. 10. Oh, excellent. So, um, Ilaria, you fly over around looking for a piece of paper to make this hat out of, and then you, mm. you find one and you start folding it and such, and you've noticed there's writing on it, um, and you, you, you're kind of not really paying attention to it, and then you fly over to Ian, and Ian, you get handed a, a paper hat, and uh, you you take it and place it on your head, I imagine. Yes, obviously. Excellent. And as you place it on your head, Alaria, it's at that point, and 
you're you're not sure why i'm only doing this for the the fun of the characters uh, rather than like being like you're dumb you would have noticed this um you know you notice that you've folded up a letter you you <laughs> notice as ian puts the hat on um that there is a sentence that reads so, and you catch it out the corner of your eye um and it runs up the the side of like where you folded it to be like the trim of the hat um you notice the sentence that reads the strange man was outside my window again She's just gonna rip it off his head with no explanation. That's my heart, you made. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, look, I think I found a clue. Oh no! You unfold it, and and then she'll point it out. You unfold it, and you read essentially a letter that is addressed to Tom, um, and is not uh, finished. Um, It reads essentially that uh, she is looking forward to uh, Harvest Day celebrations which you guys would know is near the end of uh, spring coming into summer when uh, the crops are harvested and they have uh, certain farms and such like that will have celebration and a festival over that day to kind of celebrate the coming in of the food and uh, using said food to uh, to celebrate. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I do remember reading about that in autumn 59. It was shut up. Good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, you, you, uh, you know... She's writing about this, and uh, she's she explains like she's she's really looking forward to being more public with the town about their relationship, um, and then the last part of it before it kind of is left uh, reads that the strange man has been outside my window again, the the one with the red streak in his hair. I do wish that he would leave her alone. Is essentially the, the line that you read. Leave her alone. As in, uh, leave Delilah alone, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought she was writing in this letter about another her then. Yeah, and I was sorry. like, wait, there's another woman? Uh, so Delilah <laughs> is writing to Tom saying that she wishes this strange character would leave her as in Delilah alone, sorry. Uh. A strange man with a red streak in his hair and, and he's been watching her house. It's at this point that I will also add the final part as you, because it feels, again, I'm adding like weird little TV bits in my head, but as you look up in that kind of like, she's been watching the house, and you look at the other wall, and you notice a, uh, a small painting on a, a side cabinet um, on the other side of the room that had been hidden by the door as you came in, and it's a painting of Delilah, and she looks very familiar to Irene. Oh my god! Are they the same? <gasps> Sisters! <laughs> I love that oh we both did that in character! Of course that I would be disapproving because he's moved on with the sister! Shit, the bed! They're fucking related! It's a real family affair. Oh, why, 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 Tom, you dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we need to find the red streak man. Do. It's probably a brother. We probably. (gasps) Do we stay in the house and see if he comes to watch it? Oh, wait, why would he come and watch the house if he killed her? 
Exactly. Oh, that was a stupid idea. Oh, but we could go back to her body, though. Go back to her body. What if it goes to try and take the body? I'm intrigued to just see how it plays out. If he was to take the body, the body would have probably already gone by now. Yeah. I think he would need a trip to the morticians. However... However... I think just staying around here, seeing if anything or anyone comes past, looking at the house again, and if not, then I would like to go back to Tom's and visit that safe. Yes. Yeah, I safe. suggest that we maybe <clears throat> bring Dizzy inside first, just though, so say... that, that the person doesn't feel discouraged from looking at the house. Exactly. I'm gonna knock on the window and gesture to Dizzy to come in. Okay, he comes in. Like, upstairs. Okay, he comes upstairs. That's right, he comes up the stairs. So you're... Sorry, did I was watching. Did you have you seen anything suspicious while you've been outside? Um, well, number number fifty five seems to want to uh, put her rubbish in number fifty seven's bin, um, and she keeps doing it very surreptitiously. She didn't seem to appreciate that I stood next to her as she did it, but I'm impressed with the fact that she still attempted it with me watching in plain sight. Um, mm. Other that sounds that. like a bad person. Putting their rubbish in someone else's bin. In fairness, her bin is full. And it is not being placed on the floor next to the bin. Right. Your moral compass is very hard to gauge. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, anyway. So we've got some developments. I think. I think that Delilah was the sister of Irene, then I'll just tell Dizzy everything that we've just discussed and thought. I'm okay. going to read yeah. one of the books while we're waiting for a non-existent person to show up. Cool. Um, you uh, pick up the first book on the list and I'm going to say that it's um, it's a romance novel. It's, um, it's, it's about uh, two female elven wizards that uh, live on two different continents, and they're trying to—they're uh, trying to best one another in their uh, in their writing of new spells. And um, near the uh, near the end of the the novel, apparently, it's only a short one. Um, you, you, as you sit reading it for the next hour or so, uh, it they uh, they find out that the the magic they were missing all along was love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I, I could knock out these crap stories all day. Come at me, Barnes uh, and Noble. <laughs> I was gonna say Mills and Boone. Oh, <laughs> it's very Mills and Boone. <laughs> Can't wait for the Hallmark Channel adaptation that will be shown at Christmas. <laughs> Guys, get ready for the one shot you're gonna be playing. Two of you are gonna have to play female wizards. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Can I play the familiar? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Right, so uh, right, so you guys are waiting out here. Can we be stealthy? 
Okay. Uh, I, I would like to basically make sure that no one can be seen through the window. Okay. Ian drops down to the floor. Okay. Um, so, can I have a group just, stealth just check from everyone? Um, stealth, did you say? Group stealth, yes, please. Yes. Um, and how long would you be looking to stay here? Um, I like my new dice. Maybe a couple of hours. Okay. So, wait until, because it's about three o'clock. Uh, because you're wearing heavy armor. Armor? Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's right. Cool. That's actually 12. something I knew about TNT. I'm so proud, guys. Done. <laughs> so that's a 14 from me. 14. 24 from me. 24. 12 from me. Uh, 12. Okay, I'm for Dizzy. That's disadvantage because he's in his heavy set. Um, what's his plus armor? Okay, so overall, doing fairly well as a group. Um, well done, guys. Um, you spend the next few hours up until uh, as it starts to get dark. Um, it, you can see the sun setting uh, out the window as it starts to get gradually darker outside and get that beautiful golden hour. Um, but watching through the window, there is no sign of anyone um, coming up to the house. There's no one uh, like watching the house at any point. Um, it seems that if anyone was doing anything with the house, they have finished their their um, their use of the house at the moment, or their their visiting of said house. Can I? Sorry. Yep. Can I look around the window and see if there's any signs of it being broken into? Any signs of spells that might like override any vampire? nonsense about being able to get in okay um looking and at stuff <laughs> i'd say it's fairly obvious when you're looking at it that the window has not been broken into um it's fairly sturdy it looks very uh well and i'd imagine like just checking around the house as well in that stealthy kind of like quiet waiting period uh, you go check it. there's no sign of forced entry anywhere in the building um you uh do you have detect magic um if you'd like to investigate to see if there are any spells being cast. No, I don't. Then you can't tell if any spells have been cast, because guess what? Campaign 2, Steve remembers the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was too nice last campaign. I was like, yeah, okay, the check, go for it. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to belittle a wizard's experience. He learned that spell really, like, he spent hours writing that into his book just for someone else to go, yeah, roll an arcana check. You know it's a magic spell. <laughs> Well, no, I think there's a difference between feeling the vibes of magic and oh, no. knowing the exact so, spell that was cast. So Arcana, Arcana is to know like the knowledge about, like I would know that a firebolt uses uh, evocation magic. I would know that it's almost like a history check for magic, whereas detect magic literally yeah. tells you the school that was cast. And uh, I think it's something like the... I don't know if I'm think thinking of another spell as well, but it's like it gives you like a fairy fire type thing about a spell in the area as well. It shows you any magic items that are near you that are enchanted, the school that it's in. So there is a level of like you would know tacitly of like a plus one sword, short sword has an enchantment on it. Um, mm. You might even know that it's like a, a transfiguration spell, but like detect magic is the one you actually need to to then go, oh. I can see that there is a alarm spell that has been cast around the window to sort of thing. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I was I was more like if there's any like runic sort of writing yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's if, more what I was if meaning you saw, rather if than... If you saw runes, an arcana check would allow you to go, oh, they are actually runes that are used in spell casting um, yeah. rather than it being like a... I can tell specifically because of my arcana check that that is the rune I would write for uh, Behold Undead or something fancy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm making nonsense up as I go along. Um, I don't know. That was more what I was oh, yeah. meaning. I no, was that's fine. For, um, looking around, yeah, you don't stuff. see any. You don't and see knife any marks around latches of windows. You don't see any protection against any forced entry, but also you don't see any sign of forced entry either. It seems to be just in the same way that like your average building will have like the the windows, the doors. They'll have locks in the areas that you're expecting, but then also unlike the more conscious security conscious there's no uh, alarm system on the window sort of thing uh, it mm -hmm. just looks like a normal window uh, looking around cool excuse me cool. okay excellent how so, oh, far away from tom's are we you're about a 10 minute walk a 10 minute walk interesting Okay. I can literally picture you with a little detective notebook and pencil. Um. Okay. If we are going to head to Tom's, mm -hmm. if we're hundred percent certain there's nothing here then I would like to do a thing when we get, like, around the corner from it. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Happy to go to Tom's. You guys head out to Tom's. What are you doing around the corner from it? Okay. When we get close enough, um, well, first up, I will have it that all of us... So I will explain this plan to you all. Okay. Okay. I would like for us all uh, to be... Walking uh, with a gap in between us as if we are escorting someone. Okay. Then when we get close enough, if Ilaria could unlock the door for us and I will create an illusion of Tom walking into his house. Wow, you can do that? Awesome. I hope I can. I've seen him enough times now. I'm pretty sure I've got it down. That's so cool. Okay. So, yes, when we get within range, uh, I would like to be casting Silent Image. Okay. Um, I would like to return Delilah's key to under her doormat, please. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so you replace the key. You guys head over towards Tom, and you start to walk in uh, in your uh, your pattern as uh, suggested by Alnib. As you walk towards the building, he explains this all to to you. Um, you cast minor illusion. What I will say, uh, or actually no, I'll say this before you do it, just to confirm you want to do it still. As you get there, you notice that there is a light on in the bedroom window um, no. at Tom's. As you come round the corner starting to get ready to do it, to set up your spell and you send out the first person to start this pattern of people walking as if they're escorting someone 
Um, um, okay, well then I can change it up a bit for some kind of interest. Because um, it's it's solid image, so it's yep. it's a pretty pretty beefy, pretty beefy one. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, <laughs> Mm, okay. Yes. So I am going to change that up and present the image of. Um, let's go with Delilah. Okay. Floating outside the window. Dramatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I would like to. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what effects press the digitation does because it's not the. It's not thaumaturgy, is it? So it doesn't. Uh, it allows you to like make a, a oh. small sound and. It does do an odd odor. Okay. I would like an odor <laughs> to accompany it. <laughs> okay. Um, with silent image, it's a is it an insight check or a perception check? They've got to roll against your uh, uh, spell casting. Investigation. Investigation. Right. Let me just pop this so I can read this properly because. I'm trying to use mirror image on my uh, on my iPad as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me just pull up the stats that I need for this. Um, there he is. Uh, okay, so an investigation check. He will be scoring. Ooh, that's not bad. I'm really sorry. Actually, I'm going to say he has disadvantage because you're adding uh, the uh, the smell as well. Um, okay, that's still... So that's a 12 altogether. Okay. Uh, so, save is a 13. 13, so he's still falling for it then? Or he... Who? I don't know. Um, the, I so, mean, you have mentioned he twice. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I, I mean, this was set up for a thing anyway. Don't worry. Uh, so you guys, uh, so you see this light on. Um, you change a plan in the middle of the moment uh, rather than casting it. So um, Tom is entering it. You then create the image of Delilah floating out the window and add the smell with uh, with prestidigitation. Um, there is no sign of change from the window. Um but you do see a uh, you do see a silhouette move in the room um, as this happens. Um, we're going to need to move. Ilaria, can you take the outside route, please? Yes. <laughs> if you just fly up on the outskirts of the window mm -hmm. and just try and keep out of harm's way i'll hide behind delilah 
Would you like me to do a, a snare? If you have eyes on the person. If I can, if I can see the person, shall I snare it? If you can. I will try. I'll see what I can do. And she'll just fly up to the window. Okay, Hopefully excellent. out of image. No, that's fine. So you shoot up uh, behind the image of Delilah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say make a perception check with disadvantage for me. Ooh. Oh, I rolled exactly the same both times. Whoa. Never happens. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, you catch, um, as you get up and you peek over the shoulder of the image of Delilah, you see stepping through the doorway of the bedroom and onto the landing uh, into the darkness. So it's hard to see um, clearly, but you see the outline of a, uh, a male figure. Seems to be quite slim, about the same height and build of, uh, of Elgnib. Uh, has slick back hair and you can see what looks like a, a quite a, a fancy uh, kind of coattail uh, being kind of flicking behind the doorway as he steps out onto the landing uh, in the stairwell um, in the building. Moving fairly fast. So uh, He looks to be moving with, uh, with some intent, yes. Uh, not dashing as such, but like moving with purpose and kind of striding out the mm. room rather than just a slow walk. Um just double-checking uh, with uh, you two, what are Ian and Elgnib doing at this point? Is there a back door to this place? Um, you, unfortunately, uh, didn't go in the kitchen, so you wouldn't know uh, off the top of that. Um, and as oh, damn it. said, the it was... went into the kitchen is floating. However, there is also the problem of it's a, it's a terrace building, so there's no alleyway down mm -hmm. the side of the building, so you'd have to go up the, the, the road to up then the run back down it. Um, yep. However, you are more than welcome to if you you would like. Um, no, it's fine. Um, Elgnib will be going in. Okay. Um, so... Ian will be doing whatever Ian is um told to do. Okay. So you've been told to walk as if guarding guiding someone. So you'd be walking yep. behind Elgnib, I'd say. Yep, so Ian is just doing this until someone tells him otherwise. Okay. Um, so... I'm going in. Yep. You come with. Dizzy, guard this door. Okay. Um, Dizzy just kind of nods and kind of takes more aggressive stance but then stands a couple of feet out of the door uh, as he walks up behind you guys. You step in. Um, Ian, you follow. Uh, as you step in, um, just double checking, because uh, although there's light from the bedroom... Actually, no. I'd say the light would spill out, so it would you'd be able to see. Um, so, Alknip, you see immediately as you step in and you see the stairwell ahead of you. You see a slim-built male. Uh, looks to be human. Has black, slick-back hair. Looks to be... Uh, uh, has some sort of, like, pomade in it to, to keep it in uh, place. It has a red streak from his left temple running back across his head in a very kind of, like, Bella Lugosi Dracula. Um, he has a very gaunt kind of... Um, tired face uh, that looks to be porcelain white um, has a very cocksure grin on his face uh, and is wearing almost like a similar outfit to yourself in this kind of like um, aristocratic kind of pompish 
uh, outfit, but it's all in darks, blacks, and uh, and purples. As he steps down uh, the stairs, as he starts to step down and sees you open the door, he grins, and you just hear, well, this is not very nice now, is it? And he stops in the middle of the stair. What do you do? Oh. <laughs> um. Freeze. Ian freezes. And I assume you are the murderer? That's so very harsh. I do not take such a tone. Um. My name is Brennigan Finn, um, and he bows very uh, kind of courtly, even in the middle of the stair, he bows low towards you, uh, swinging his arm uh, underneath, and then uh, looks towards uh, both Ian behind you, and then can see uh, the f- the feet of Dizzy throughout the window. Um, I feel like uh, you've got me at a disadvantage here. Do you mind if I kind of cut my tail and free- flee quickly? Because I feel like this is going to go badly. Uh, well, all I will say is halt. And I cast command. Excellent. What does he need to roll on that? Wisdom save, please. Wisdom save. Excellent. Um, he is going to roll. Oh, he's going to use his legendary resistance to, uh, to, fe- to pass it. Because <laughs> he rolled a natural one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, you raise your hand and just go halt and you feel your arcane energies kind of pass towards him and there's a moment where he freezes in place and then kind of shakes off and goes oh no please this is just this is beyond rude um and he is going to use his action i believe it is to uh to uh transform is it an action that it takes yes um, he uses his action to turn into a tiny bat. Oh! Oh! And flees over the top of you <laughs> throughout the top of the door. Oh. Do I see this? Um, I would say where from you... From the door. From the... You were... Because you were looking through the window, what what would you then do seeing he was turning and you saw the other two enter, uh, exiting, sorry? Well, if I've seen him go out of sight, I would probably then go down towards no, the fine. door with Dizzy. So you would, you would, I'd say, with the timing of things, because we're not an initiative, uh, you no, fly no. down just as you see this human figure turn into a bat and then fly towards the door. Can I throw my boomerang at it? Uh, you can indeed, <laughs> if you want to roll an attack. Sure. I just want to get it out of the air. <laughs> Uh, 13 Uh, 13 unfortunately that misses Um, you throw it and it just it almost like inter uh, not intercepting almost like expecting it just swoops low underneath and then uh, swings back up and you swear as it goes past you Alaria you hear a weird kind of like skittering noise Almost like it's chuckling as it flies past. I would fly after it. Um, you are welcome to give chase. Um, yeah. Um, is everyone else giving chase as well at this point? Let's. Okay. So with this, um, 
you have the option of uh, essentially we're going to do a chase uh, as it flies out and starts to skitter off up uh, above the rooftops. Um, you see the direction it's going. Uh, I'd ask the group, are you essentially dashing and chasing after it uh, in the direction you saw it go? And especially the, the folk that can't fly, what do you guys want to do? I mean, I do feel like I'm not going to be much use on the ground. Um, but we'll also need to keep an eye on Elaria. So. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. um, Basically, I guess we're trying to follow Elaria, if okay. nothing yeah, else. That's fine. Um, so I'd say everyone just make. Uh, uh, everyone's. No, you don't need to make anything, actually. Actually, yeah, let's go with that. Can I just get a dexterity check from everyone as they start to chase after? And I'll make eight. Up, 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 up. eight. <laughs> yeah. Also eight. Eight. <laughs> How are we looking, Ian? Eight. Eight. Oh, Jesus. No way. Oh, <laughs> Um, so, Alar so you two, you both turn, seeing Alaria zoom uh, after the bat. You both follow down as many streets to keep her in eyesight as possible. And with her coloration against the sky, it's quite easy. So you start dashing down. But the problem is, as you start to then run down side streets, you're then trying to avoid running into like bins, into random debris in the street, but whilst also keeping an eye on her. So you start to fall back a little bit. However, you also notice that you can see just the pinprick that is this tiny little bat in the dark sky as it zooms off. Elaria, you start to give chase up into the air and chasing by flight um, and you start to kind of make a, a good headway on it but then there is a moment where you're not really sure what it is but you feel like you're, tr you're trying your hardest to fly as fast as you can but it seems to be flying double speed to whatever you've got at this point. Oh. Um, can I cast Guiding Bolt, please? Um, you can indeed. Uh, does that need to be a save again? I can't remember the Guiding Bolt. Is that the no, one where he's No, it's an attack. Saved? It's a roll, yep. a, roll to um, attack. Roll for it's attack. It's 120 feet as well. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Go for a roll for attack then. Fourteen. Fourteen. Again, you flying through and getting uh, agitated and annoyed with yourself that you can't keep up with this bat. You just fling your hand and loose a bolt of energy. It goes flying straight over the top of it and hitting a chimney to one side where you watch the wood just kind of crumble and the bat just kind of swings wide away from the, the chimney and then shoots up into the clouds above. You then lose complete vi uh, kind of eye contact with it. <laughs> okay i stopped giving chase if i've lost it i've lost it um i will go and see my friends cool you come back down seeing that oh, you turn and see <laughs> you see them giving chase on the ground below so you drop back down towards them i imagine you all kind of congregate uh in the middle of the street as as you guys slow to a, a stop whilst elari uh, comes down towards you are you okay? I'm fine. He just got away. He's not fast. 
anyone else surprised when he turned into a bat, or was that just me? Um, <laughs> my friends turn into animals. Okay. It's a druid thing. Do you think he's a druid? He's not a very good druid. He's not very nice if he is. Mm, I still feel as though we're looking at a vampire. But I'm not 100% sure. Um, We should probably just double check to make sure that nothing else has gone missing from the house. Yes. Yes. The leg into the house. Cool. You guys rush back to the house. Um, nothing has changed in the living room area. You run up the stairs to look up in the living room, in the bedroom, sorry. And on the bedside table is a small piece of parchment. The only thing that looks to be out of place in this Spartan bedroom where there's literally a bed, a bedside cabinet and uh, a chest of drawers for clothes. Um, you see on the side a parchment uh, that sits next to a burning candle, which was what was giving the light away in the bedroom previously. Um, it simply reads, um, Tom, I'm sorry twice over, uh, BF. Who's BF? I know the answer, but Ilaria would not. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we will uh, leave this episode for today. Oh. As you meet. As you meet uh, a potential um, <laughs> BBEG for for Nomadia part of the campaign, <laughs> um, yes. Thank you very much for listening. Um, as always, thank you very much for playing. Uh, we'll wrap up this uh, episode here, um, and uh, we will see you next week for another episode of Sixteen Candle Keeps. All that I want to say, bye. Say bye. 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 Thank you for listening to 16 Candlekeeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Ian, Jade Leanne Pierce as Ilaria Lunala, and Liam Thornton as Alvnib Ayadelsa. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find out more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com or go to tinyurl.com forward slash 16 Sirenscape. That's 16 as a number, Sirenscape, one word. This is where you can find the exact soundscapes that were used in today's episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.